3D6 Down the Line. Hey everyone, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. We thought it would be kind of a nice uh, little extra feature if we showed you our character generation process for the characters that you probably just watched go through an adventure. Now, when we're recording this, this is the very first thing we're recording because uh, we're going to create these characters from scratch so that all of you out there can see what exactly the character creation process looks like for the upcoming Dolmenwood tabletop role-playing game coming out in some point at some point in 2024. Um, so we're going to go through the exact steps that are in the player's book one at a time. So introductions first. My name's John. I'm the referee for the evening and going around the horn we have. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm nobody yet. <laughs> You're somebody to me. I'm David. <laughs> I'm, I'm Matt. I'm everyone. I am Ted, and I'm not a goblin. Okay. All right. That out of the way. Let's get this started, shall we? So uh, let's go to the character generation chapter here. Uh, let's go. Boom, boom. I'm excited. We are using the pre-release PDFs that were given to Patreon backers and Kickstarter backers, in case anyone wants to know. Um, and I need to find this chapter. Give me a second. All right. So first thing we're going to do, everyone's got their character sheets up. And I have a blank one that I can show folks as well. Looks just like that. It's pretty sweet. This is in beta. It will not be the final form. And also realize, too, that anything that you see on the screen that looks like published material is still in development. It is not the final form. But it is getting closer and closer every day. That includes this character sheet, which is a little bit different than what you're probably used to. So take a gander right there. All right. We're going to do 3D6 down the line for stats, which is the official rule for this. Um, we are going to be using the optional rule for subpar characters, um, which is basically if you roll a character with an eight or less in every ability score or a six or lower in more than one ability score, you can choose to discard the character and do it again. So let's roll a D20. All of you roll a D20 and the highest will go first and we'll go around the horn from that point. Okay. Oh, ah. um, Oh. oh! All right, you got the seventeen. <laughs> Mike, Mike in the high house. Okay, Mike, uh, roll three d six down the line. Uh, okay. Oh! <laughs> oh five. Good start. Good start, man. For the, for the podcast listeners, make sure we're calling out every die that's rolled. <laughs> I rolled a two and a two and a one. And that means five. Okay, uh, five so, strength. John, am I rolling all my okay. stats right now? Yep, whip, whip through them. Got it. Uh, okay, that is it. going to be a nine intelligence. Okay. And then, is there like a quick thing to just redo the same roll? Is there? Um, ooh, an eight wisdom. <laughs> my RNG is hopping tonight. You better be good looking. Ooh, a 10 dexterity. There you go. That's pretty average, Mike. That's pretty average. I am nothing if not slightly subpar. Ooh, but a 13 con, baby. All right. I think that might actually be a, a hit point bonus. Uh, and a nine charisma. Okay, so we'll move on to the next people. Um, everyone who has rolled their stats, uh, that now's your time to actually look over the kindred and classes and decide what you want while everyone else is rolling stats. David, you're up next. All right, let's see what I get. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're all watching. Oh, no. Come on, Quality David. Television I've right already here, forgotten how to Quality do. Um, uh, 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 I'll just throw them. I'll hit it three times. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Ooh. That's a man, one. That's six, bad. A Twelve. So 12 strength. 12. Thanks. Right on. David, if you click the die three times and then hit the now, roll button. I did it at that time, yeah. I, yeah, I, fr- okay. I got a little nervous there. <laughs> All right, oh, now we're there. There's a six. There you go, buddy. Six intelligence. Oh, not bad. wisdom. That is a ten. Dexterity. There's a fourteen con. Whoa. Oh man, okay, a healthy bunch. Not bad. This is last but not least a six in charisma. Very good. All right, Matt. All right, here we go. Yeah, one, two, three. Not bad. Right. Eleven for strength. Mm-hmm. That is a ten for int. A nine for wisdom. Uh, ooh, 13 Eight. decks. Not bad. Mm. Oh, 15 con. Oh, wow. I'll <laughs> take know, it. You know what this means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last one. Ooh, ooh, 14 right. charisma, baby. Nice. Okay. Got all nice. the, the rolls Mike wanted. Clearly. All right. All right. So every Ted's now Ted is up. If anyone remembers and has watched our previous Dolman Wood, Ted is of course renowned worldwide for Argus, the fighter who had a con of five. Let's see if he can top that. Con five, still alive. Still alive. All right. So we got a nine strength. A hot diggity dog. A sixteen intelligence. Whoa. Definitely a fighter. Yeah, man. Um. A 12 wisdom. A 9 dexterity. All right, here's the big moment. What will my con be? 12. Nice. 12. Oh, I can't tell you how relieved I am. I don't yeah. care how ugly this guy is. <laughs> I can <laughs> <do> the winner. <laughs> All right, a 9. Okay, okay so no one, no one hit that subpar thing. Um so next thing up is we are be going to be doing the... So the Dolmenwood default is basically that you're going to choose, similar to modern versions of Dungeons & Dragons, you're going to be choosing a kindred, and then you're going to be choosing a class separate from that. So the next step is actually choosing a kindred. So, um, uh, Mike, have you, cho- have you decided what kindred you're going to be playing? Yeah, I'm only picking my kindred right now, right? Not my class. Yep. Yeah, all right. I, I, I'm going to be the lame one, and I'm just going to go with a human. Human, Okay. Humans are cool, oh, man. Okay, David, That's what, what are you going to play? I'm going to play a Shorthorn Bregel, which is ah, the Bregel. working class uh, 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 cast of Bregels. The shorts and the longs are the two. Great. Opposing. Bregels are the goat folk of the mm-hmm. southwestern part of Dolmenwood, known as the High Wold. They are citizens of the duchy, uh, right side by side with humans and can interbreed with them. They're pretty cool. Um Matt, what have you chosen? Hmm. Okay. This is a this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Uh, uh you know, I'm 
I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the mossling, the little moss people. Mossling. The mossling. Very good. Mossling. Cool. Yes, are um, they are demi? Uh, they are uh, mortal. Actually, I don't think they're demi fey. Actually, am I right about that? Let's check. Yeah, they're not demi fey. I don't think. Yeah, they're mortal. Um, yeah, they are. Um, they kind of have like a uh, symbiotic relationship with fungi and um, and plants and things like that. They're pretty cool. All right, Ted, what are you going to play? Well, I think I'll be an elf. An elf. Very good. I'll Very different than your elf. typical D&D elf, which is more of the Tolkien variety. This is much more of the um, capricious fairy variety, much more like Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell or the King of Elfland's daughter sorts of elves. Dangerous and fairy, <laughs> holy, holy alien. Okay. Um that was a kindred. So class is next, I believe. Back up to the top with Matt. I mean, with Mike. I'm sorry. Uh, I am spectacularly not uh, strong, so I'm <laughs> going to go for the friar. The friar. Hmm. Excellent. Very this cool. is the wandering mendicant uh, class. I can also cast. Going holy to spells. be using a cured sausage as my weapon. Very cool, David. <laughs> What are you choosing for your Briggle? Well, I have an intelligence of six, <laughs> but a uh, con of 14 and a strength of 12, which is pretty good for a martial character. So I suppose I will play a fighter. A Briggle fighter. Okay. Not a knight? Well, I wanted to be a short horn, which makes me working class, which didn't seem uh, appropriate for the knight. Well, knights of first and second level are squires. It's up to you. I'm just pointing it out. Well, now you now you tempted <laughs> me, John. Oh, of course, I'll play a knight. Obviously, okay. yes. Let's do it. Cool, Matt. You're you're mossling. I am a mossling, and uh, as a mossling, uh, I'm. Uh, now, see if I if I follow like my prime abilities and all that stuff, and it would lean towards hunter. But mm -hmm. uh, I'm tempted to just do a minstrel. I think that might be kind of cool. A minstrel, okay. It's it's not usually what they what they do. I think that it's it's uh, an unusual choice for a mosling, but I think I might give it a try. Sure. Okay, Ted. Your elf. Well, so Matt raises an interesting point, which is that you know for those of you look through the rules, you'll see that there's sort of suggestions about race and class combinations, and it's saying elves should be enchanters, but I have a backup character that's an enchanter, so I would like to play a magician. And there's no a reason magician. I can't, right? I can't yeah. see one. Great. I'm going to be a magician. A connoisseur of the secret arcane lore who wields powerful magic. Okay, so we have a human friar, a briggle knight, a mossling minstrel, and an elf magician. Very good. Um... Okay, so now you can adjust your ability scores if you wish. So you can raise your prime ability score. Every class has one if you want. For every two points by which you lower one, you can uh, raise your prime by one. Uh, you can't lower anything below nine, and no prime ability may be raised above 13. So let me know if, if there are any adjustments going to be made. I'm not going to adjust anything. Not I. Okay. Ride it. Yeah, I'm gonna, oh, okay. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it roll, baby. Very good. So 
now you're going to want to put in the ability modifiers of your um, of your ability scores. Right. Ability modifiers have much more of an impact in Dolmenwood than in the older versions of D and D, because you're going to be adding that modifier to any ability checks that you make. And ability checks are basically um, you need to uh, the the target number is four on a D six, and then you get to add your modifier uh, to that roll. You're trying to hit four. So you're just going to want to note those on your character sheet. And then once you have that down, you're going to want to know all of your kindred and class traits as Ooh. well. Uh, one major difference you may notice from Old School Essentials and BXD and D is that there are no ability score minimums in order to play a certain um, uh, class. Uh, which is pretty cool. There are prime abilities, which are very, uh, similar to prime requisites, which gain you extra XP depending on how high they are, but uh, th- there is no gate uh, to to play a class. Okay. All right. So, on your character sheet there, when you're writing down your stuff, um, your skill targets, if you see on the right-hand side there, you everyone has the ability to uh, have, have the skills listen, search, and survival. And for skill checks, what the target number versus ability scores versus ability checks is that skill checks, the target number is six. So you always have to try to hit a six on a D6. Um, and your so your target for all three of those is going to be six unless your kindred or class tells you otherwise. And there are certain classes that actually um, add skills, which is what all those blanks are there for as well. So um, you just want to note that and they will probably tell you what the target number is for that as well. But if it doesn't tell you, um, those three basic ones, listen, search, and survival, are six. Very good. So elves get a five on listen and a five on search, which is pretty cool. And my uh, little mossling fella has a uh, a five for survival. when At least when foraging. Nice. I dig it. Okay, so you're going to write down all of your save targets, um, saving throw targets, your attack values. um, Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I get a spell book. Are we going to, John, do you want to do like the the random starting equipment and all that kind of thing? Yep, everything's random. Um, Your starter languages, everyone knows Woldish, which is the common uh, tongue, but your intelligence may grant you more as well and your kindred i believe may as well i, I would assume that elves can probably supposed to, yeah you get your kindred language as well as your um intelligence bonus languages <laughs> apparently <laughs> i speak <laughs> mulch yeah, yeah. Mulch. yeah. i speak yeah. liturgic which i assume is just like like kind of like latin that's yes. That's the language of the church of the Pluritine Church, which is very much an Anglo. Um, sorry, Anglo, a Roman Catholic analog. Okay. Um, you are not part as a friar, though, Mike. You are not part of the church hierarchy, right? That's what makes friars are like wandering priests, right? They don't really answer to bishops or anything like that. They just worship the same god. Okay. Everyone's right. got the basics down there. It's time to roll hit points. So that depends yes. on your class. Um, so they uh, they have here as the official one that your character always starts with at least one hit point. Obviously, uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. It's every chance that you may actually have only one hit point. 
So good luck right. out there. Uh, Mike, you're first. I'll do it. You, you're a human friar, so you're going to roll a d4 plus your con mod. I rolled it, and I got a three, and I have a con mod of plus one. Nice. So I have four hit points. Very good. David, you are what? A fighter, so you're going to roll a d8 plus con. That is a four yes. plus my uh, one bonus. So that is five HP, gang. Very good. Matt's playing a minstrel, so he gets to roll a d6 plus con. I got this. I got this. Uh, oh, that's a two. Okay. Uh, but I have a plus one, so that's uh, three hit points. Right. Does everyone have a con th- bonus? No. <laughs> uh, poor Ted. Still. I got a 12 con and still don't get a con bonus with that. Oh, you're you're right there at the... At the I know. Okay, and you're rolling a, what? A magician? D4. D4. All right, so, you know... I may still be playing the role of Argus in this particular version. <laughs> yes, one yes. hit point. Yes, one hit point. All right. <laughs> Ted, just make sure that backup's just real Ooh, close at hand. Boy. Ooh, Ted. How did All I right. live to be 500 years old with one hit point? <laughs> there is an optional rule that you can re-roll your hit points if it comes up one or two. Um, let's do it, but if you roll a one again, you have to keep it. Same thing with the two. Well, I think that... that that seems pretty That's fair. Yes. Four. There you go. That's All right. So that much better. Out. Not okay. that it's going to help when an acid slug lands on my head and, you know, whatever. Pretty much. Okay. So yeah, the well, default method of gaining equipment in this game is actually rolling on random tables, which I pretty safe to say I think we're all big fans of there is an optional rule for buying equipment which is the standard way that you would probably remember from old, old editions of the D&D but this way um, as as many of you veterans are out there are aware uh, buying equipment is like by far the longest part of um, of building a character in these old editions and uh, probably besides picking a name but this way you can just roll through it real quick and just uh, get some interesting things and go to go to town so let's do it so um, everyone has the following common clothes clothes do not take up any slots um, you have a backpack which as long as it's full does not take up a slot once again um, the backpack has two preserved rations a water skin a t- and a tinder box in addition you have a belt pouch which does not take up a slot um, which contains 3d6 gold pieces so if everyone could please roll their 3d6 for their gold that would be fantastic. And you can spend that gold as if you were purchasing equipment if um, if you want something after we do the random generation, if you want to fill out, you know, if you want a couple more torches or something like that, it's fine. So everyone just roll 3d6 and mark that down um, in your equipment slots. And just yell out what you got real quick. We just, everyone can roll at the same time. Uh, I got eight. Eight, Seven. eight GP. Seven for David. Eight for Ted. And uh, I got a nine for Matt. Okay, cool. That's your GP. And then we're going to roll your class items. So on every class description, there is a chart chart that we roll on. So we'll start with Mike, who is playing a... um, Friar. Friar, yes. Give me one moment. And my... Okay, so starting equipment, you're going to roll your weapon first. You're going to roll a D6. Oh, God, please let it be a sausage. <laughs> Six. A staff. Not a sausage. Not a, a sausage. Staff. It could be a staff made out of sausage. Okay, so you cannot wear armor, but you do have the armor of faith ability, which grants you a bonus that scales with level. 
Um, yep, it's plus two so, for my So you get a class. plus two bonus, yep. Uh, and then you also, uh, uh, free of charge, you, you have a monastic habit, which doesn't, um, uh, which doesn't take up a slot and you have a wooden holy symbol. And next up we have David who is doing a knight. The knight is going to roll armor first. So you're going to roll a D six, David. That's a six. Oh. Which is plate mail and shield, baby. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, uh, David, right. won the lottery. you go first. Plate yeah. mail is three slots, and it has to be equipped. Good to know. All right. Okay. Um, and then roll D6 twice for your weapons. Don't add them up like they're separate. Yeah. First weapon is a six, which is a mace. Which is a mace. Second weapon is also a mace. Can I re-roll that? Yep, yep, you can re-roll it, yeah. All right. That is a two, which is lance. a lance. Cool. Awesome. Yes. All right. Um, as, as we're rolling through this, you guys should be marking down the stats for the armor and weapons, like do your mm -hmm. AC, do the weapon mm -hmm. attack and damage, all that kind of stuff. All right, Matt, what do we got? We got a minstrel. Minstrel? Uh, yeah, I get to uh, roll a d6 for armor. Yep. And that is, that's a six, baby. Chainmail. Yep. Rocking Sweet. some chainmail. All right, two d6 for weapons separately. Okay, there's the first one. That's a six. Short sword. Okay, and a one. A club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> club uh, club is actually kind of cool because you can make a club be like a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? doesn't necessarily have to be like a, you know, a hill giant's big, you know, tree trunk sort of thing. Be um, a thigh bone or a yeah. uh, table leg. Or scepter. Cool. Or something like that. You know, whatever. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and your class items, you have a musical instrument of your choice, stringed or wind. It's important because it is not a brass. It can't not, cannot be brass, apparently. Uh, um, minstrels are very oh. much in the Pied Piper of Hamlin vibe in this game. They are, they are not bards. Thank God. <laughs> I know I was riding a dangerous line there, John. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I'll do... Um, uh, uh... You don't have to decide right now. Yeah, okay. Write down, write, down, write down a musical instrument. Okay. Um, that, that'll also take up a slot. Okay, magician. You are going to roll what? D6 for a weapon, Ted. D6 for a weapon, and yep. that is it. Well, plus a spell book. Mm -hmm. Okay, I start with a staff. I am a traditionalist. Right on. Okay, you also have ritual robes. Yep. And what one thing, I, I went over this in the deep dive. One of the things I love about uh, the magicians in this game is that you don't start with random spells. You start with a random spell book. That's which pretty is cool. Which actually flavored for Dolmenwood, which is really, really cool. So let's roll a D6 and see which starting spell book you actually have. I am going to roll a six. The treatise on force and dissolution containing Ooh. the following spells. Crystal resonance, floating disc, and vapors of dream. I love it. Ooh. Very cool. I don't know what dream is this edition's version of sleep. It is not. It's, it's Ooh, still really uh, nasty, but it does allow saving throws, uh, unlike the original version of sleep. Ah, uh, humbug. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I love the so, names. Vapors of dream. Spellbook takes up a slot, and then yep. you're going to want to write down your spells. Okay, back right. to creating a character. 
that was E. Okay, and then the last part of the equipment is actually there's two more two more things. So the adventuring items, we're going to roll four. Each of you is going to roll four d twenty. Don't add them up. Each one is a separate item on the adventuring gear on the adventuring items chart. Okay, so uh, Mike, roll roll four d twenty all at once, and we'll just take a look at what the faces show. Okay. Roll seven, three, twelve. Seven. Seven, twelve, fourteen, ten. Okay, grappling hook. Ooh, Ooh that's a good. Oil flask. A sack, and a lantern. Love Can't it. Can't complain about that. David, roll forty twenty. Read off the numbers to me. Uh, hold on. Uh, okay, five. Okay, this is a crowbar. Seven. Grappling hook. One. Bedroll. Uh, and three. Chisel. Matt, 40-20. Okay. Read them off. I got a one, an 11, Bedroll. a seven, and a 12. Uh, Bedroll, a bag of 20 marbles, grappling hook, and what was the last one? Uh, 12. Oil flask. And Ted, 40, 20. Okay. Four. Okay, we've got... One at a time. 17, 8, and 5. Okay, so 5. 5 is a crowbar. Uh, 8. Uh, uh, ink, a vial of ink, a quill, and 5 sheets of paper. That's all one thing. Oh, sweet. Uh, I'm going to be the mapper. Um, <laughs> 17. A small hammer. And 19. 3 torches, which is one bundle. Sweet. Okay, lastly, we have the uh, the most fun uh, item, which are the trinket tables. Anyone who watched my deep dive remembers how much I am in love with the trinket tables. Adds an incredible amount of flavor and possible util value, depending on the scope of your imagination. Starting with Mike, we have a friar. Go. Oh, no, we're using um, kindred charts here is what the trinkets are under. Humans, I love to see it, are just as varied in their random generation charts as any other kindred, which is amazing. Okay, so you're gonna roll a D100 for me, Mike. Um, there's no D100. Oh, I'm, I'm an idiot, one second. Uh, ooh, I just think it's a hidden rule, ignore that. I'm an idiot. Okay, there we go. 45, sorry about that. 45 is a miniature brass gnome that you have, and it appears on your pillow looking at you each morning. That's really good. Uh, Mike, how did you do that, by the way? Sorry. Uh, you, there's two 10 sides down at the bottom, David. One's a double, oh, one's a 10, one's a singles. Got it. Okay, David, with your Bregel Knight, or Bregel, Bregel. Okay, yeah, roll me a D100. 65. 
65. A shovel stained with the dirt of a thousand graves. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's oh. a little dark, man. Yeah, it is very dark. What, were yeah, you David, what, if, what have you been up to? Maybe my alignment will be chaotic as this night. Can I be a chaotic night? <laughs> um, let's oh, see. Man. Mosslings. Okay, D100. I'm ready to go. Uh, that is a 71. 71. A snail shell that grows a new snail at dawn if the old one is removed or killed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, always have, I always have a little appetizer ready. What's what's the singular for Escargo? I don't know. <laughs> and an elf. I'm sure these guys have crazy ones. Uh, D100, Ted. Uh, I think I clicked on that right. Yes, 45. 45. Ooh. You have a what? necklace composed of honeybees. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Alive or dead? <laughs> alive. Yes, absolutely alive. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, very cool. That's a quick Are we doing backgrounds? What? Are we doing backgrounds? Backgrounds hey, we're appearance, getting there, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I'm excited. Uh, note your armor class, so make sure you have that down. So um, uh, armor faith for the friar, then everyone else is based on their armor. Don't forget your shield if you are wielding it, but the shield must be carried in the equipped section of the character sheet in order for it to be account uh, for your AC. And then you're going to add your dex modifier, regardless of what size armor you're wearing. Um, don't forget, I think a lot of you guys are, um, chainmail, I believe is medium. So I think that's two slots, but I know David has plate and that's going to take up like all of your high speed stuff, um, uh, right away. Right. So just be aware. Um, yeah, Mike, I went ahead and spent two gold for a bedroll. Okay. I, right. I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. Uh, your speed is basically, it's going to be base 40 if you're unencumbered but you're basically going to be using i'll show the folks out there as well you're going to be using the this really cool um section on the back page of the character sheet here so you're going to be listing your items stowed or equipped and your speed will drop if you drop below the the uh the different levels here so it's a little bit different than the slot based encumbrance we were using in arden vool in that you can uh, a backpack and store up to 10 items and there is no large or small sack. There's just a sack, which it can, which can also store up to 10 items, but it has to be held in one hand. Okay, so all of your sack items and your backpack items will be in the stowed items. All right. Um, and the total amount that any one person can carry is 16 total items. All right. Um, if you count the number of blanks on the stowed items side, it is actually 16. Okay. Gotcha. Other than that, it's pretty much where we're kind of used to. Okay. Okay. Uh, so uh, determine what your speed is, and then write that down. Your exploration rate, usually like in the old in OSC, right? The exploration rate is sort of like your base movement, like ninety or sixty, right? Here, here the encounter rate is actually like your base rate. So it's probably going to be forty or thirty, and then you're going to multiply that times three to get your exploration rate, like your dungeon exploration rate. Got it? Yarp. Okay. Uh, Alignment, it's the classic three three axis. So lawful, neutral, chaotic, exactly what you think it is. You can choose. Friars are the only ones that have restrictions. They cannot be chaotic. Otherwise, you guys can choose. Um, and you're going to note your level and XP. You're level one with no XP. And then we're going to roll for the name and details. Uh, we're going totally random, right? Names are going to be random as well? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Aww. That is the correct answer. Okay. 
Okay. Right. Should, so I roll, my- uh, should I roll 2d20, one for my surname, one for my f- first name? Or is it one roll for both, yeah. like Sydney Wolder or whatever? Well, no, it's, it's up to you. Do you if you don't even have to have a last name if you don't want, um, but yeah, if you want a last okay. name, you would roll twice. You, you would roll twice. I'm gonna roll twice because that's cool. Okay, I am ready. I got a thirteen and a five. A thirteen is oh cool, cool name, James. So it's it's James, but with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna have to say that every time. James and. And what's With the last, last name? Uh, was a five. So a five. do good. Do Come good. On. Do you good. ask for a better fire name than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Father Johnny do good. All right. I love it. I love it. Oh my uh, shit, dude! My name is Johnny B. Good. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> James All right, I'm, okay, a, I'm a Breggle. Breggle. All right. Male, I assume. Uh, why, why not? Um, well, I got you a four and a 19. So crump, <laughs> <laughs> that is a very crump. appropriate David name for anyone who's been with us for a while. Um, um, crump, crump last name was last name is a 19, which is, uh, Wolder. Wolder. All right. That makes sense. This might explain why you're adventuring and not at court. Go Sorry, around a name like crump. I'm adding these to the overlay as we go. All right, Matt is playing a Mossling. So sure to have badass names. I am correct. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm rolling a 2d20. Here we go. Okay. Uh, that is a five and a nine. <laughs> Grimo. <laughs> Grimo Mosforo. I love it. Grimo Mosforo. Got it. Pretty awesome. <laughs> gotta, that's a long one. I got to. Make some room for that bad boy. Okay. Grimo Moss fellow. And then Ted is playing a elf. Oh, Ted has the best names. I'm sorry, guys. It's just no question. All right. Um, uh, so I get, to, what, I get to choose between Rustic and Cartley? Yeah, so which one do you want? Um, I'm going to go with Rustic. Rustic, okay. No Cartley elf would be hanging out with these yahoos. I can't argue with that. All right. I am lacing polka dot. <laughs> <laughs> Lace and polka dot. That's my backup character's name. Oh, you're right. Oh, we can't okay. do it. Reroll. I'll reroll. I thought that sounded familiar. And I got a three, which is Glance Askew William. <laughs> that is very. I'm just going to call me uh, Glance, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to Glance Askew for the overlay here because I can't fit Glance Askew. Glance Askew. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, John, I have actually a, a Mossling correction. So even though I rolled chainmail, uh, I have to sub, uh, substitute that with bark armor. Oh, of course. Which is lighter, um, but also the AC is one less. So Okay, oh. sounds good. Okay. All right, moving back up to Jimes, uh, our human friar. Uh, at this point, what I want to do is I want to, on all of these flavor charts, we're going to do one person at a time and just get the whole makeup, Okay. Um, hey, cool. So let's move over okay. to humans, and we're going to roll on all these dope charts. First up is, um, and you guys can prime these if uh, maybe with your rolls if you want to. We're going to be rolling 1d100. Oh, actually, that might be different for different characters. Never mind. D12. Just... 
Uh, well, for the backgrounds, it's 100, D100. So, Mike, D100 oh. first. Okay, got it. 26. 26. You were a carpenter back in the day. Ooh, Dude, of course I was. <laughs> this is the this is kind of, of funny. Okay. Now, uh, you're going to roll, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. You're going to roll 8d12. Might as well roll them all at once and just read me one at a time, and I'll roll through them. Got it. Roll them all at one time. Got it. It's going to be a lot of d12s. Gird your loins, please. I'm ready. The most d12s that have ever been rolled ever. Oh, whoa, whoa. Doosh, 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 doosh. Okay, and let's start. Right. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna call out what the category is. You tell me a number. Head. Uh, eight. Eight. You have a misshapen skull. <laughs> <laughs> Face. Um, uh, next one? Yeah. Uh, eight. You have a narrow, pinched face and a misshapen skull. Body. Uh, wait, I just lost all my rolls. Where did they go? How do you pull them back up again? You might have to scroll up. I think if you scroll up, you'll see. No. Yeah, they just, it, it's erasing from the, the dice roll. You might have okay, to do it one. Just, just re roll them. So, Mike, just roll 1d12. Roll, yeah, I'll just roll 6d12 this time. Okay? No, no, no. Just roll 1d12. One, one, one at a time. Yeah. One at a time? Okay. Four. Excessively hairy body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your, your, your suit. Roll again. That's. Great. That's amazing. Um, next one is going to be a four. You have coarse speech. Of course I do. Probably because of that pinched face of yours. Again. Right. <laughs> you have a miserly demeanor. I do? You do. Okay. Can I borrow five gold? Again? No. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I don't know how it makes sense, but you've got these. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but you've got a smoking jacket and slacks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I only put them on at camp when we're camping. <laughs> it's probably nice. carpenter days. I don't know. You must have been quite wealthy rolling the UF and her look at nighttime. All right, four for desire. Four. Yeah. You want you want nothing more than domestic bliss. Brother, do good. Am I allowed to more. get married, John? Uh, it's up to you. Okay. Beliefs. And one more. One. One. You are convinced that the Bishop Sanguine, who is the the ruler of the church in the duchy, basically headed in Grassel Brackenwold, you're, you are absolutely convinced that the Bishop is a werewolf. Yes! <laughs> 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 okay, moving on to Bregel shit. All right. Um, Bregel background, roll a d20 for me, David. Ooh. That is a 20. You are you were a vagrant back in the day. All right. For vagrants tonight, well done. Let's roll through it. The d12. It's a nine. You have slick oiled hair. Forty twelve. Yeah, yep, just keep rolling until I say stop. 
Just tell me what you got. I need it. One. Uh, you have black eyes and silver pupils. Wow. That's cool. Freak. Ten. You have tan, shaggy fur. Two. Uh, you have circuitous speech. Good luck with that one. <laughs> uh, go ahead again. Ten. You have a single-minded and stubborn demeanor. Twelve. You have a wide, armless frock. Mm. I could actually see that as sort of like a surcoat for your for your yeah, squire. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that tracks. A four. <clears throat> four. You desire nothing more than to free the common folk. Oh my god, David. It was, it was <laughs> David written for you. <laughs> oh. The fates smile kindly oh. upon David. <laughs> Last but not least, an eight. What is my belief? Eight. Your your belief is that. Well, let me tell you this, uh, Mr. Wolder, your, your your belief is about to be shattered. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're convinced that fairy is purely mythical. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that. You know, when, yeah. that's, when that's shattered, literally the moment that the elf walks up to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, I guess I was wrong all this time. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to accept it. I mean, it could be yeah, right he's there. He's just going to spend mm -hmm. the, you know, the whole session uh, pretending I'm not there. <laughs> I mean, it could, nope, it no, could, it could be a figment of my imagination. I will say, John, there's one thing that I specifically have to roll as a knight, which is um, my um, uh, patron, my leash, rather, uh, and it determines my alignment. Should we do that now while we're with me? Uh, sure. Did you want to roll for that, or would you, you can also choose? I'm going to roll it, of course. Patron cool. So the um, the only house that you can't be a part of is Brackenwold, the, the high house. But you yeah. can be, um, so we're talking about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep. Eight, so roll a d8. That is a five. Five. So, okay, so, oh, right. okay, you are a knight of the House Molbrek. Um, so she's in the southeastern corner of Dolmenwood, or I should say, well, there is a lord, but the lord has gone missing. Under mysterious circumstances, so the Lady Pulsifine is actually in charge now, uh, but it's said that she's basically never leaves her house because she's she's in mourning for her lost uh, the lo her lost husband, um, and it uh, the, the the house itself has a substantial amount of power in that area, but they're very very insular. Okay, and then what do we got, Mossling? Oh, it's my turn. Awesome. Yes. Uh, first thing for the Mossling, actually, we need to determine what your symbiotic flesh is, Matt. <laughs> so your dank, fertile flesh picks up seeds and spores, which germinate into symbiotic plants and fungi. Well, people say that level, to me all the time. <laughs> um, you acquire a random trait. So every time you gain up a level, we re-roll on the, on the symbiotic, um, 
on the symbiotic flesh table and they they compound so it's not like one like takes over another one it's like you just keep growing this shit on you yeah so uh, okay. roll a d20 for the symbiotic flesh here we go you don't roll 10 i i welcome my 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 fair uh 17 <laughs> You have parsley chest hair. Get <laughs> <laughs> a job in a diner, man. You're just a walking garnish. That's what it's fresh. There you go. Nice. Okay. Uh, background for Mosslings. Roll me a d20. Uh, okay. Okay. Background. 16. 16. You were a swine herd back in the day. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Of course. And then parsley. we're gonna do um we're gonna roll for your knack last, but let's do a bunch of D twelves first. So go ahead okay. and just uh just roll me D twelves or shout out the number. Uh, okay, I'll do one for, one at a time. Three. Three. You have a floppy hat that droops over your eyes. <laughs> Great. Hat uh no, no seven for that. Seven. You have a face that looks like a carved potato. <laughs> also, I, I think I picked very well. I get that a lot. Uh, okay. Uh, D12. Uh, it's Where an 11. 11. You have a wobbly paunch. <laughs> okay. This is, this is just too close to home. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Next one is a 7. Seven, this is your speech. You have obtuse speech. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Uh, next one. Uh, Twelve. Twelve, your demeanor. You tell terrible jokes. <laughs> okay. Jesus, it is mad. <laughs> <laughs> I know, this is just like, it's, just, it's, it's perfect. I it. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's apt, ask, ask my family. Uh, five. Five, you are wearing grubby rags underneath your armor. Okay. As as I am wont. Mm -hmm. Nope. Tracks. Right. Uh, four. Your desire is that you... Oh, this works perfectly with your background. Um, your desire is to breed a sentient swine. <laughs> you want nothing more. <laughs> then to breed a talking pig. <laughs> Again, you know, fiction and well, I hope. Yeah. You know, fiction in real life just perfectly yeah, blur, aligning. Blur blur those lines. <laughs> okay, last uh, one. Last one. Here we go. Uh, big money. No whammies. Uh, ten. Ten for your belief. You believe that the Duke, the Duke of Brackenwald, is secretly a fairy. I can okay. neither confirm nor deny. Okay. <laughs> okay, then I'm going to move over to magic here, and I want you to roll me a d6, please. Okay, this is for the knack, correct? Mm-hmm. Mossling knack. Nice. Uh, that is a four. A four. Okay, so knacks, there's only six of them, but what they do is they scale with levels, so um, they... They, uh, they basically open up new abilities as you raise in level, but only at certain levels. So you're going to get one at level one, and it's sort of like a small powered one, but then that'll get more powerful and gross, add gross. new things as you raise up in level. Um, and you rolled a four, correct? Yes. So you have thread whistling. 
This is the practice of a mysterious form of whistling that grants the mosling sympathetic control over threads and strings within 30 feet. Interesting. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Think about a stringed instrument for your, uh, for uh -huh. your mystery. That's the case. Uh -huh. um, so yeah. the, the, what you have at first level is what's known as thread mastery. So the mosling can cause strings or laces to tie or untie or a woven or knitted garment to unravel. Okay. Very Dude, you're very a <laughs> yes, <Yeah, that's> right. <laughs> Master bra opener. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, my okay. I'm, sure oh, my goodness. Oh, my. I'm pretty sure there's an 80s movie where somebody gets that power. <laughs> okay. And lastly, we have our elf. Elf time. Okay. Elf time. Okay. So, elf, elf uh, roll a d20, please, for your background. Yarp. I rolled a 16. You were a swordsmith back Ooh, in the day, Mr. Glantiskew. I've kind of uh, changed professions here a bit. I got tired of all the sharp edges. Okay. Indeed. All right. Roll me a bunch okay. shitload of D12s. Okay. We're going to start right. with a eight. Eight. You have hair like cobwebs. Ew. That's cool. That is... That yeah. is kind of a wacky look. And then we're going to do another eight. Your face is spotted oh. with soot. I'm feeling pretty goth here. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Okay. Um, my body is a nine. Oh, sweet. Oh, yes. Your skin appears moonlit. Getting a nice picture of, of Ted's elf here. Yeah. I mean, it's no wobbly punch, but... No, no. And I don't know what I'm going to put on my salads without parsley, but I'll make do. All right, 11, my speech is... Ooh. Subtly threatening. Uh, you, you are very edgelord, Ted. Appropriate, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then we're going to go my demeanor. <laughs> oh, well, it all falls apart here. What'd you A three. Three childlike and mischievous, nice. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, dress. I have rolled an eleven. Nice silvery gossamer. Okay, write that down. And another twelve cider here. My desire. Oh yeah. Oh eight. That's not good. You desire nothing more than the return. Of the cold prince. They're Ooh. not telling anybody that one, Ted. Oh, dude, that guy. You are Edge Lord. You I jerk. Am baby. Uh, <laughs> and my belief, I wrote a 12. I believe in. Oh, you believe that the witches are led by a fairy queen. Very cool. Okay, so. Wait. Uh, Ted, Wait. you also. Oh, okay. You, no, I was going to say, but I think what you're going to say. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah, you're also going to gain a glamour, I believe, that comes just for the fact that you are a elf. Yeah. Um, da, 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 randomly determined glamour. Okay, let's go over uh, the glamour here. D20? Yeah. Is there a chart for that? Yeah, on page 93, John. Oh, no. Oh, yes, excellent. Thank you. Where'd you roll? I rolled a five, which gives me the glamour of conjure treats. Cool. Which will be useful, uh, I guess, for throwing little treats to the the 
the uh, the mossling, perhaps. We'll see here. So they're permanent, but they do not provide genuine sustenance. Ah, well. So you, it is not a cheat for rations. Thank God. Uh, Flourishing uh, gesture. A mortal's favorite treat out of thin air. Oh, I could bring out sausages for uh, the, the fryer. Boink. Once yes. per day per subject is the limit for frequency for that one. Uh, very cool. And it has to be a flourishing gesture. It's not subtle. I I have known to flourish on occasion. Okay. Right. Is there any other aspects that we need to take care of? Don't I, don't... I pick protection of evil for my spell. We, we could roll like or age height and stuff like that, yeah. but I, it's probably... I don't know. I don't think it's super oh, right. or interesting. Well, no, we don't... Age and stuff like that we don't... We need to do. Yeah, but what we can do is actually roll for... Uh, moon signs to, to round this all out, which is a lovely little additional flavor thing. Um, we're okay. not going to roll specifically for your exact birthday, but we will roll for like what moon you were born under. Really nice chart here, everyone. As you can see, moon signs, basically there is a waning, a waxing, and a full version of all the moons. And depending on what moon you were born under, it actually provides you a mechanical benefit that usually is flavored towards the kind of moon that it is. So, uh, Mr. Doogood, please roll. Oh, and fae, fairies, cannot roll because they were not born under the moon. Ha ha. Oh. Take that, Mr. Cold That's Prince. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, this is why. Fire Jimes, please roll. D100. What is the die roll? Sorry. D100. Is yeah. Percentile. 53. 53. You were born under the waning maiden's moon. And you get a plus one bonus to attack and damage against shape changers and those cloaked with illusions. It's pretty cool. Like the like yeah. the bishop who's a werewolf. Indeed. Which you have no doubt, of course. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Wolder, or Sir Wolder, I should say. Squire Wolder. That's a 74. 74. You were born under the waning robber's moon. Uh, you gain a plus one attack bonus. Not damage, plus one attack against chaotic mortals, fairies, and demi fey. That's great. Oh. That's cool. That is awesome. Ouch, I think but, they, but they have to be chaotic, though. I'm yeah, lost. So don't, yeah. Ted is not a target. Mr. Glantz. Just remember that I have a six intelligence, so my ability to discern <laughs> targets might be a little in question. <laughs> All right, Senor Mosforo. All right, here we go. 100. Uh, that is a gentleman's 26. Another waning moon. This is the waning squamous moon. Um, one of the greatest words ever. You gain a plus one attack bonus against serpents and worms. That's with a W-Y, by the way, not W-O. So there's, so there's gems and, and worms? Serpents and worms. So if you come across an earthworm, you are out of luck, and I would definitely recommend <laughs> Run the away. other way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, well, they can they can uh, harm my bark. Of course, I'm gonna run. That's away. a Gwillem. Oh, I'm I'm a. Oh yeah, out. that's right. I don't Never know. mind. Yeah. Okay, so I believe that does it. You should have your character dash. sheet completely completely filled out at this point. Have noted okay. down all your abilities, AC, saving throws. Everyone's got all that down. Yeah. Yep. All right, and as you can see, that's all it takes to create a character. I think we did that in what forty five ish. Not, not uh, too horrible for a group of four. Too, I mean, that's yeah, quick yeah, for right. as many of us as there are, yeah. 
Yeah. And as you all can see out there, those are fully fleshed out characters in every aspect, basically ready to play. Um, and, uh, and there's no bar, there's no barring as far as, um, your choice of kindred and class. So you can just play whatever you want. If you're okay with your 3d6 scores then uh, you're, you're set to go. And we're going to take these characters and we're going to go play this module. So thank you so much for watching everybody. Please don't forget to like, and subscribe. And also please don't forget to check out our Patreon and our first published work known as the feats of exploration which you can find on drive through rpg and itch.io we also have a really cool discord server which is free to join uh, lots of really cool conversations and play-by-post games going on there as we speak so please check all of that out and thank you very much for watching everybody and we will see you next time take care bye now